podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. Excuse me. First of all, Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine in the market, not only innovative in technology and customer service and, and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, it's not super safe, but um, it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I, I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, and they could give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started teachhoops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been out there for me. You know, I've I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, a college basketball coach. And that's why I started teachhoops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14-day free trial because I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick, go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need. But anyway, um, go over and check it out and uh, let's head off the podcast. All right, what's this week? Coach, last week we talked about um, establishing your first two weeks of your offense and your base offense. Now we can. I want to. We want to address a question that um, from our Facebook page about defense. So, uh, Coach, what is your aim or what is your approach your first two weeks in regards to defense? Uh, I, I and I think you mentioned this last week. I try to get definitely try to get more things in defensively than than on the offensive end. Absolutely. Um, just because I think I can disrupt you more early on the defensive end because you're probably not going to have all your arsenal in, and I can have much more of my arsenal in defensively. Um, so I try to really layer defenses. Like I'm going to have a pressure defense. I'm going to have a half-court defense. I'm, and a lot of them are going to be based on the same principles. Um, you know, we'll maybe, do a, we'll maybe do a denying defense. We'll maybe do a um, – a special defense where we're going to take one or two players out of the game. Right. All that stuff. Just little layers within what you already do. Yes, but I'm going to have a lot of that in the first couple of weeks because a lot of kids play football, a lot of kids run across country, a lot of kids play volleyball, a lot of kids that. So they haven't, they haven't um, probably taken as many shots and done all of those things. Um, so it can be – so I think – I always feel like I have an advantage defensively early. Um, if my kids are buying in and we're doing what we need to do, I always feel like I have an advantage. So I try to get more things in defensively. Um, I also think it builds tone in your practices and in everything you do early. Um, that, you know, my, my teams have been good the last couple of years, but they haven't been exceptional, but they've been one of the best defensive teams in the big eight. Um, if you just statistically look at it, we've, we've been one of the best. Because that's what we had to hang our hat on. It also helped with practice. It helped with, like, we're going to just stop people. <laughs> you know, we're going to try to stop Jalen, who's, you know, going to be a lottery pick. Now, it was at Duke last weekend visiting right. you know, for his official visit. So, yeah, you know, those kind of things um, is what we're working on. What do you think? I think it really comes down to defense is about you got to have value. It's such an important thing. And you have to constantly recognize that effort and practice. Right. Right. Um, we are constantly often valuing the kids that can score 30 points a game, but can you defend? Can you stop people? It's huge. 
you can't play for me if you can't defend. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I don't and care how many points you, you can, score. And you can be a great action O guy and so forth, but if you can't get your kids to play hard and play defense and rebound, it's going to be a long season for you. It, it really it's is. The, it's the reason the saying's there, I think. Defense wins championships. I'm not convinced that's true. I am convinced that you have to sell your team on the defensive end. Yeah, That's why I think that, that quote works, I think, yeah. from that standpoint. And, but I think it's harder as a high school coach because, you know, people can work the ball a lot longer in our situation with a shot clock. You know, right. and so, you know, some people only have to get their guys to buy in defense for 20 to 30 seconds at a time, you know. So, right. Um, which makes the game a, a truly a different game in, in the state of Wisconsin, which makes it so great. That's what I, I, I like about it. And, and so – you know, and then defense is just is really about breaking it down. You know, really, it's about the rotations. I think often defenses are broke down on the second, third, and fourth rotation. I mean, that's really the key is can you get your guys to rotate from side to side? Um, that's huge. And I think um, it's a, I think it's a communication thing too. Absolutely. To be honest with you, and that's where you can, if they're talking on the defensive end, they're going to talk on the offensive end, and you know, that's where most breakdowns defend. I mean. Some of it's effort, but not really. Part of it is like you, you, you think you know where you want to go, but you may not. And if your teammates are helping you, that's where I want chaos. I want like the pointing and the talking, and right. And that can I set always, that tone I always early. Use this quote with all all sports I coach. I said, and I, you know, I coach soccer. I've coached. I've coached everything, and so basketball. I've always said that a losing field or a losing court is a quiet court. You know right. what I mean? And a winning, car, a winning field, and a we, you know, it, if I'm yelling aloud, I need to hear all of you doing that as well. Right. Because that's just that's the way things work: communication, communication, communication. Because then your players learn how to work smarter, not harder. Too often, guys work too hard where they out of position, and so far they can communicate and get in the right position. You can really save yourself and be able to do things better defensively and not pick up cheap fouls and so forth. Right. As well. Yeah, I also and, think like, the first two weeks of practice is really establishing kids not to get into foul trouble early defensively. You know, that is a big thing. Because uh, last year we did a podcast, What Wins Games Early, and I talked about the importance of not getting into foul trouble, to have your guys at the end of the game to win the game. And it's yep. too often some of these guys, you know, you especially got like maybe a sophomore kid or a junior kid that's just starting to get quality minutes at the highest level. You know, they're turning to adapt because the speed of game is so much different at the, our level, at the varsity level compared to what they were as a JV or freshman team. So, you know, if they can be able to establish themselves on the foul game, I think that's huge from a defensive standpoint as well. Yeah, and I'd give some advice to the young coaches. It's like if they get in foul trouble early and early in the season, sit them. Sit them. Sit them. They'll learn very quickly that that stupid reach foul, I don't get to play as much. Ooh, yep. So if you don't wait. You can't wait on that. You might It, it, it might hurt early. <laughs> um. But Coach, it's going to be better. That, and I think you, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think it's really important, and I've been connecting with you for several years now, is, is that defense, you don't have to be great at everything, but having a lot of different things is really, really important. And I think often we think we've got to be really great at man-to-man, and that's it. I think it's better to have multiple things and be good at, I mean, average at some things and maybe good at one thing, have different things. Because getting a stop two or three times and changing can really make a momentum change for a coach. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yes, especially in high school basketball, just because, you know, if I was doing this for a living and I was coaching, I would go out and recruit. I mean, I'd be Tony. I mean, I would, like Tony, like, goes out and recruit guys that can score and play defense. 
like his pack line, like great, right? Same, same as Texas Tech, same as that's what they're going to get if you can. But as a high school coach, you can't do that. So right, because they're only playing defense for thirty seconds at a time. Right, we got to be able to be creative. We right. have to be creative. Well, that just makes the game that more exciting. And sometimes it's a point in a game where you may have not even run the zone defense, but for a possession, you might have to do it. You might have to think outside the box. You, you got to, you got to, it's just how it is. I mean, I, I mean, I swear to God, I lost the state title to Tosa East and he played two, three zone. He hadn't played it all year. We weren't ready. And it just, it was enough to just change the tempo enough. It's like, oh my God. It's like, we, we basically had 20 of their 22 games and they never played two, three. And then he drew it up. He, he said it in the post game, he drew it up and, because it was enough to change the momentum from us, so you know to get them moving, you know those kind and, of things. But I also think the last thing is I think changing defense keeps kids engaged throughout the game. If yeah. you constantly play the same defense over and over, it becomes monotonous and boring. And we're in a Snapchat world, as you always say, <laughs> right? So if you can imitate that with defense, it constant changes. Is all right, we're going to change to this app right now. Back to this app. Do do do. Kids like that. Kids like that constant change. It almost becomes a challenge, and it almost becomes fun for them. You know, right. it does, and it definitely becomes a challenge. All right, those are good. Those are good things to think about, coaches. You got anything else on that, coach? Um, no. Small sided games, small small stuff again. Don't you? You know, you got to teach about if you're pushing baseline. How are you going to push baseline? How are you going to handle screens? All those kinds. Of, you can't get all that in in two weeks. I get it. Look at your first couple opponents. What are they going to do with you? How are they going to attack you? And then adjust to that. You know, people are listening. This is high school hoops. You probably know, you probably have a gut about what your first couple opponents are going to be, how they're going to handle screens or how, how are you going to handle screens or how are they going, you know, all that I think is really important because you can't get through all of it and you don't have to do the minuscule like things you hear on clinics. Don't. It, it will blow your mind away. But all right, uh, question of the day today is: Oh man, I um, I'm gonna just uh, quickly don't have one. I don't have one. Uh, okay. Uh, I know. Uh, um, what do I want for Christmas? You yeah, there you go. What do, there you go. What do you want for Christmas, for Christmas coach? Uh, what do I want for Christmas? That's good. I would say a state title, but I won't say that. I will say that I want my son to get into his first choice for college. That's what I'll say. And I won't say what it is because I won't jinx it. But that, okay. that, yeah. What do I want for Christmas? I, I, I and if the coach I, is listening to this, hopefully it's good at this point. We'll, we'll have the application in by the time this goes up. But we <laughs> won't know yet. So go um, I think I just want to be able to spend spend some extra time with my family and do something fun over the holiday break. That's all I want for fun. Christmas. Yeah. My two. What is? What's the song? All I want for Christmas is my two, two front teeth. teeth. Yeah, I got those. Not yeah. real because I dove into a wall when I was in fifth grade. But well, that's I got for the ball story. though. I got the that's, ball. There you go. That's another story. All right. And one, <laughs> all right. one, one was one was a wall. One was a shoulder in college. Really? I, I pulled it out of the kid's shoulder. Yep. Did the tooth go through your lip? Uh, no, no, the tooth broke off. Like, oh I my had shoulder god, bone. Yeah, and then I had oh. to pull it out. It was pretty bad. Wicked. Yeah, so I would look like Dumb and Dumber if you've ever seen the movie. I mean, it wasn't the yeah. tooth; it was like the little crooked parts. So yeah, yeah sometimes our questions of the day just are quite entertaining for all of our listeners. So, <laughs> I hope you like those. Hey, again, 
we don't edit this, right? We're real yeah. basketball players. We're I mean, live. We're real basketball coaches, real dads, real teachers. Just real, wait. Yes, this is real. real. Husbands. This we is are real. all real. <laughs> all right. Sports Social Podcast Network.